0: Welcome to Marathon Swim Stories, where we interview marathon swimmers to get perspective on how to endure, adapt, and overcome the challenges we face swimming and in life. Please enjoy this episode.
1: Elizabeth, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Uh, Yeah, I am born and raised from Atlanta, still live in Atlanta. Um, I grew up swimming just County Swim League and um, Dynamo Swim Club. I don't know if you've ever heard of it Um, and some Atlanta. And um, I actually just went out. I mean, I was in good shape um, for running. I mean, for yeah, I was in good shape for running from swimming and just went out in eighth grade and started running and um, found out that I was pretty good at it. So I stopped swimming probably in the eighth grade. And then ran all through high school. Um, didn't start swimming again until actually I graduated from pharmacy school, just because I needed a stress reliever, and needed a hobby, and just one thing led to another, and I kind of just stumbled upon marathon swimming, and I loved it. So, but uh, my day job, I'm a pharmacist, and um, before that, I was a flight attendant, and before that, I was a scuba diving instructor. So, um, I think I'm I think this thing. is I think this is my final job. Mm-hmm. I would like to change again, but my husband says that uh that's too many changes in a lifetime. <laughs> so <laughs> why <laughs> you've got the rest of your life? I don't know what do I, I want to be when I grow up. <laughs> I so. think this is the way to do it. Yeah.
0: Awesome. Where's your favorite place? This one.
1: I like San Francisco. The the bay. Yeah. So
0: what what led you to San Francisco the first time?
1: Um, actually I didn't swim out there until 20, I guess it was late 2017. My cat keeps trying to knock the computer off. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, cause I'd gone out there to do a, uh, English channel qualifier and, um, Pacific open water. Um, I had kind of gotten in touch with, uh, Sylvia. So and... it's the second time I'd actually swim in the Pacific ocean uh, probably a month before stop, um, a month before, um, I'd done the La Jolla 10-mile uh, relay. I got to tell her I needed a qualifier and then um, went out there and swam. And then the last two years, I've done the 24-hour relay out there. So if I get a chance to go out and swim there, I will. So.
0: Very cool. Um what about uh, your favorite places to swim? You, I mean, uh, well, wait, we did that one. Sorry, I apologize. It's That's okay. Right. This morning. <laughs> when did you do your first marathon swim?
1: Uh, that was uh on around Key West in 2013. Um, I wanted to do it by myself, but my husband's like, there's no way you can swim 12 and a half miles. So he um, got his friend that lived down in uh, Fort Lauderdale to swim it as a relay with me. And, um, we took third place in the relay division and, um, he got out of the water and he's like, I can't believe your wife wants to swim around this whole thing. And he, he was done. He was like, this is not my, my cup of tea. And I was like, I want to go find more, more swims. So I went home and started looking and I found this thing called, uh, <laughs> the Manhattan Island marathon swim. And I was like, wow, it's like, that's kind of gross, but that kind of, it's intriguing at the same time. So. And then I was like, well, I can't swim 28 miles right now. So I kept looking, and then I swim. Uh, I found uh, somewhere around Charleston, and um, signed up for that. Did the the 12 miles there, very slow. I was not in shape for it. Um, almost at the time limit. So, but I still. wanted more. So.
0: Why do you think you keep gravitating to marathon
1: swims? Um, it's just I like the people. Um, and I just I like. Um because I was into like triathlon and everything and everyone's so com- I mean people are so competitive in swimming, but it's just it's a lot more social, it's more laid back. Um and just the, the swimming part is just meditative. So like I hate cycling. <laughs> so I don't have to cycle. Yeah.
0: <laughs> How do you describe the feeling of completing a marathon swim?
1: Um it's a rush. <laughs> it's uh um just very satisfying just to know that you put the work in and, and you finished and. um. I think
0: you're the first person to say satisfying, but I, I I appreciate that a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Cause I, I guess I feel maybe still the same way, but I don't know. Awesome. Um,
1: uh, what is your favorite all-time event that you've participated in? Scar. Uh, I found out, about, I didn't know about SCAR. I, um, I had heard of the Tampa Bay Marathon swim. And so I started training for that. And in the process of training for that, I met this guy at Lifetime Fitness that he would train outdoors all winter with no heater. And I was like, hmm, I bet I could do that. Let me try that. So I started swimming outside with him. And then eventually, I guess he's like, this girl's not going away. Um, so we started talking and he started telling me about SCAR. And I was like, okay, I'm going to sign up for that i did and was like, i met a lot of people and learned a lot about events that's how i discovered the boston lighthouse swim is because uh, i think kent put it on his um uh website and um so i signed up for that too and i was actually supposed to swim i mean everybody had heard of the english channel and i'd signed up for that but uh i just wasn't in the right place to be able to do it at that point so um so i skipped it that that year in 2017 so i ended up doing scar and um in the boston lighthouse that year so
0: um, what swim are you the most proud of?
1: My Catalina swim last year. I mean, it, it was slow. It was ugly, but, um, <laughs> I finished it. I was, I was not rested. I'd been really sick. Um, the, the two weeks prior leading up to it, I was only probably about 70, 80% going into it. And I'd already like a lot of times there were several times that they wanted to pull me out and I'd <laughs> already told them, I was like, I'm not the only way I'm coming out is if you have to fish me out. Um, but, uh, it got really challenging at times. I had a head current the whole way. Um, it was, uh, just, I mean, there were a lot of points that I, I wanted to stop and, um, uh, just kept going. So
0: how did you keep going?
1: Um, well, my kayaker, we, <laughs> she was uh, very, very calm. And like, she's like, I know this is frustrating. And I'm like, Frustrating. It's like identifying my emotions. Let's like, let's accept it. And so, you know, after I kind of like acknowledged my feelings, I was able to, I did like the fastest, like three miles of the swim. And it also helped that the current was changing, but um, just uh, helped me kind of push through it. So.
0: Identifying your feelings Is that, or, <laughs> or the kayak or both.
1: <laughs> because my um, companion swimmer, she was like, I guess it was about 11 miles. And uh, Dan was like, you want the good news or the bad news? And I was like, <laughs> was that a freighter or land? And he says, that's a freighter. <laughs> and he's like, and you've been swimming into a current all night. And I was like, okay. He goes, but you're more than halfway. And I'm like, well, I can't be more than that much of halfway because I still see boats. That means I'm in the shipping lane. I should be seeing land four to five miles out. And I'm, I just put my head back down on the water and I was like, ugh. You know, like I looked back up and Amber got in the water to come swim with me and um, she got out and she's like, she's just rage swimming right now. So <laughs> like I it only, you know, I guess I punched the water for like maybe six miles and then finally got it together and took it on in. But it was, that was a rough swim. So. <laughs> but you got through That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Do you consider yourself
0: um, a process or an outcome person?
1: I think I used to be in outcomes, but now I'm more into the, to the process because um, like I am keep going back and forth between trying to cancel my swim in September or not. Like yesterday, I was like all ready to write the email. And then like last night, I get an email from Lifetime saying the pool is going to be open Monday. And I'm like, really? I'm like, if I'm not in the pool by June 1st, I'm, this is not going to happen. And it's like, my husband's like, really? He's like, you really think like May 24th, May 25th and June 1st is going to be that big of a deal? <laughs> yeah I do like you know, I, I've given myself like you know I started training back in March, and I've been holding steady with the, the yard the yardage as much as I can, but it's, it's not where it needs to be right now, so but we'll see. do you want to divulge so. what that swim is in september um it's the double memory, so yeah, yeah, you can do one. it. <laughs> I mean, I, I think it becomes mental. I mean, like cardiovascular-wise, like I'm, I could do it, but it's like it's going to be the mental challenge of not being in the best shape and just being in the water that long. That's
0: it's a long crazy. time to be in so, Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, we all get that crazy. <laughs> which I kind of <laughs> wanted to feel like what 30 hours on the body feels like, and so I had um, the, the idea. I was watching my friend at uh, Ironman Chattanooga last September. And I stood next to this guy that was doing the Ultraman and I was like, Oh, maybe that's what I should do. I can feel 30 hours on the body that way. So I went home and I tried to sign up and the guy was like, Oh no, we're full. And then he sends me a a link in in December and says, Oh, you can do it in February. You can do the Ultraman in February. I'm like, I haven't been on a bike in like four years. So it's like, I'm going to be out riding my bike 200 miles every weekend. I was like, nah. He's like, well, why did you want to do it in the first place? I was like, I just needed to feel 30 hours on the body. And he's like, well, it's not 30 hours continuous. He's like, but it'll wreck you pretty good. (laughs)
0: Wow. How do you adapt to I thought that was funny. (laughs) (laughs) How do you adapt to changing conditions?
1: I don't really, well, denial. That's my coping mechanism. It's a very basic one. so, but I mean, usually, I guess I'm just so focused on getting it done. I don't really like the English channel last year. I mean, the tide was changing and I'm just sitting there like, oh, you know, on a feed taking like two minutes and like my boat pilots like, go, 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 go. And I didn't know it was only like 500 meters because it was like the middle of the night and um, I didn't notice anything. They're just like, go. I'm like, why are they all screaming at me? I had my earplugs in, I'm vomiting, like, like give me give me a minute and he's like we don't have a minute (laughs) so So i guess denial and i just don't observe so (laughs) just it
0: just changes and you and you just don't notice you just deal with it (laughs) how about um hard situations how do you deal with hard situations
1: um, hard situations, uh, I, I think that, I mean, I freak out and I was reading an article about endurance sports the other day that there's a lot of crying, a lot of cursing, um, and a lot of bargaining. Um, and if you're not doing those things, you're probably not doing it right. Um, but I mean, I will have a freak out, but I eventually get it together. Um, but just in general, in, in life, like I think I deny, 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 and then it like, hits me in the face. And then I freak out and then I have to deal with it, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it. Um, have you in
0: Atlanta, have you guys had a, like shelter in place orders or how, I guess, how about this? Let me, let me try the question again. They've been very so, loose. Yeah. <laughs> how is, um, what has the pandemic, how has it affected you personally?
1: Um, well, there's been some pay cuts in my house. Um, <clears throat> But um, I mean, no one's no one in my my close circle has been sick except for one of my coworkers. She was supposed to get married the third week of uh, March, and of course that canceled. And she's from the Bronx. And then her father got uh, COVID and passed away about two weeks ago. So she's she's had a we're we're not that close, but we're close. Um, and uh, so she's had a really rough couple months. So like your wedding cancelling, your father dying, that's pretty intense. But as far as, I don't know, my routine, I already work from home three days a week. So that, that didn't change much. Um, just not being able to go out with, um, I still hang out a lot with the triathlon community here in Atlanta, just because there's not a lot of swimmers. Um, so like meeting up with them to do things. I haven't been able to do that. Um, like social events. So, um, and then not going to the gym, so.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, the the regulations have been pretty haven't been very strict here. So. Um, what motivates you to keep going? Um, just the goal setting, um, setting goals, and then having you know something to, to wake up and and work work toward. So. Just having goals.
0: Yeah. What um, advice would you give to an aspiring marathon swimmer?
1: Um, Start slow and and build up, Um, you know, going, I sort of did that. I mean, I didn't really train appropriately, but I did the, you know, six and a half miles and then the 12 miles. And I really wanted to do the eaterly, but then that kind of, you know, for a couple of years that kind of got messed up and um, that would have taken me to 18 and then gone to like 24. Um, And like right now, like I'm doubling down. Um <laughs> so like I've only been what, I guess technically 21 miles and then all of a sudden I'm gonna do whatever. So fifty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I don't want to say a number because <laughs> if I don't say it, it doesn't exist. So um yeah. So we'll see. Yeah. I'll do my best. I, and if I make it, I make it. If I don't, then try again. <laughs> so, yeah, that's good attitude. <laughs> um
0: uh, what about, can you tell us a little known fact about you?
1: Little known? <laughs> I don't know. I'm pretty open. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't, uh, don't trust me with the, uh, the family secrets. So.
0: <laughs> yeah. Liz, I don't think you've mentioned that you had, um, the fastest triple crown, meaning I think you finished those three events, within a shorter time period than anybody?
1: Yeah, it was like, I think 80, 84 days, 85 days, something like that. So.
0: Pretty impressive. Wow. Yeah. Can you tell us a little bit about
1: that? Um, the- it didn't start out that way. It just, um, I wanted to do the, um, because it'd been a while since I'd done a marathon swim, I wanted to do um, Manhattan as kind of like a, I guess a warm up or so. Cause I know it's supposed to be like eight hours. Um, so I applied and then I got put on a, um, the, the private, the, what's it called? The, I don't know where you do it, like two people at a time. And I kind of really, I wanted like the, I wanted to do it as a group. And they also had me in like, I think October. And I really don't have much luck with fall events because of hurricanes and whatnot. So it took a lot, but I was like, yeah, I think I'll turn it down and just wait till the next year. And then, um somewhere around May, it was Mother's Day last year, they called me up, and they're like, hey, do you want to swim, I was like, sure, and then I had already booked Catalina, because I cause I couldn't get into to New York, so I was like, well, I'll just go ahead and book Catalina, it'll be about the same temperature, um, which it was really cold last June, um, so it actually ended up being colder than the channel, and then I actually ended up swimming, what, like 14 and a half hours, so I knew that um, I could do that long, so that was very helpful, too, but I kind of, I booked Catalina just because I didn't get into New York and then I got into New York. So it just kind of fell that way. But the turnaround time between New York and Catalina, other than being sick, that was a big problem too, because like I swam New York, didn't take a day off, came home, worked all week, flew out to California, crewed for a friend, came back, went to the emergency room that morning at like four 30 and then went and worked all week. So, um, and then flew out to California again. So I just, I was not arrested, when not well. So that was kind of poor planning on that, but just fell into place, so.
0: Fell into place,
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I accidentally swam across. Have
1: you ever yeah. been rested for a swim? I'm sorry? Have you ever been rested for a swim? Um, the English Channel, and only because I got there a week early. And we went down to Dover and there's not a whole lot to do once I guess you've seen all the sites, but, um, so I just kind of laid there for a while. And so I'd had to, i have like, been off work for a week at that point. And then I was supposed to swim. I was supposed to start like the night before, and I'm not like an early morning, like I can swim, like if I don't go to sleep, I guess I could swim all night, but I'm not like a wake up early person and go swim. And I ended up starting at like two o'clock in the afternoon, which is like, those are my hours. Um, So I'd had a good night's sleep. Like I'd been up all day and then I had to swim. Um, I just woke up, had a good breakfast, went out, swam, came back and it was done. So (laughs) (laughs) make that that sound really easy. (laughs) Compared to Catalina, it was, it was, I don't know. I think that the seas just kind of laid down and like they turned on the heater that week. (laughs) It was nice. It was very nice. Yeah. So. Yeah, Catalina was kind of traumatic. <laughs> so. what, um, what's a favorite memory from one of your swims? From one of my swims? Um, I think when I went a little nuts um, in Catalina, like the observers and like my whole entire crew, just they were laughing. Um, and they were actually like thinking of putting my husband into protective custody. Who <laughs> I don't like to know where I am or how much farther I have. And my husband's like, Lizzie. 2.25 miles! And I was like, I, I could see the shore. And I was like, what? No, that's, that's still like another hour. <laughs> and so I kind of went nuts on him. And um, yeah, I started like saying some really bad words. <laughs> but everybody knew I was a little delirious and I hadn't been eating. So my blood sugar was low. And yeah, yeah it was, that was fun. <laughs> good memory. I was really embarrassed about it, but apparently I guess everybody, like, I mean, I guess a lot of people don't just broadcast it and talk about it, but I guess everybody goes a little nuts, or at least that's the way I've been making myself feel better, so.
0: Anybody else have questions for Elizabeth? I feel like she's a little elusive in her descriptions of things. (laughs) I Want to talk to her husband and see what he really <laughs> there,
1: there there's some questions in the chat. oh
0: thanks. Uh, yeah how long did the English channel take?
1: Yeah, that's my question. Twelve hours and one minute nice thats and so if awesome. I'd have known all I had to do was stand up like <laughs> i I could have been under twelve, so whatever. <laughs> That, that's fast, though. I mean, like, I would you... have liked to have an under 12. I mean, I know that sounds horrible. Like, at least you finished, right? <laughs> and I'm, like, upset that it's 12.01. Like, you at least 12 hours flat. But... It's f- yeah, competitive side of you. Well, that <laughs> so I what? can
0: understand, actually. <laughs> I mean, just, that, like, from my running experience when I got my best, fastest ever 1500 meter run and <laughs> I wanted it under... Um, I wanted it under six
1: minutes and I didn't get under six minutes. I was like, it was so close though. And well, it's like your Garmin when you're running and it's at like, what, 5.56 miles. And it's like, oh, you've got to go like point four for them just to like round it out. Exactly. So, <laughs> yeah. I think if, if you give too round a number for a marathon, some now people will assume you're lying. Yeah. <laughs> no, it took 12 hours. They're like, yeah, but what was the real time? <laughs> like, was it, uh, one was at 11:59? But... Exactly. yeah yeah those last six minutes were critical yeah. well i don't know i guess the my pilot was showing my husband he's like you've got to get her faster on these feeds because every time like i don't know like i started getting really sick so i'd have to puke every time i stopped and so like, it was kept pushing us you know like far left and um so I was having to swim more, and he's like, "If she would just like feed and go, she'd be fine." But I don't know. Just yeah. glad I didn't have to swim another two and a half hours. <laughs> yeah. Until he's from fifty miles, and then you'll yeah. get
0: to see what, see what thirty <laughs> hours feels on the body, right? It'll totally be different, totally different. You're see good. if it'll
1: wreck me pretty good.
0: When I swam Memphis Magog last year, or on the boat ride back to the start, I was like, I "Wonder what it would be like to still be like to turn around and to be swimming right now." Because um, <laughs> Steven had just done his a couple months prior or something, so it mm-hmm. it was funny that it because was. Because you did on yours in September, mind. right?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. But it was funny that it was on my mind, like that. I, that it, and that made me think I needed to push for more. So of course, that's that was on my radar this year. But <laughs> yeah. I, I hope that still so, that swim still happens for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I hope
1: So I hope another
0: you, you did you do the um San Francisco relay
1: um in 2018 because I was there that year. No, twenty nineteen and twenty twenty. Oh okay. So yeah. yeah. I think Caroline had been telling me about it for years. And that was the yeah. first time that I actually got out there, so it was a great time. I enjoyed it. Oh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Susie
0: does good work. <laughs> Anything else for Elizabeth? All right. Well, John Gale is our speaker for Thursday, so hopefully you'll come and get to know John a little bit better. And Caroline, I'll be contacting you about sometime in June, and uh, we'll look forward to seeing everybody again on Thursday. Yay. Great. <laughs> See you yeah. on Thursday. Yay. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye. Bye. I hope you enjoyed today's interview. If you'd like to be a guest on Marathon Swim Stories, just email me, shannon at intrepidwater.com. Please stay in touch by joining our email list at Intrepidwater.com. Thanks for listening.